0: Welcome to Brother Date Infirmary Edition. I'm Matthew. Yeah, I'm Judah. Things are dire here. I'm I'm dying. You're dying.
1: We're That's all right.
0: dying slowly.
1: And I do have a cold.
0: I also have a very light cold.
1: Yeah, I sound worse than I am. I actually feel better today than I have for the past few days. I just all of my organs of delivery have been affected.
0: Your delivery organs, obviously. Yeah.
1: That's the best and most concrete way to say what I meant, which is my throat sounds weird.
0: <laughs> Your delivery organs and a are open. a little dodgy right now.
1: Yeah. It's uh, delivery of sound. Of that sweet, buttery sound you're used to.
0: I I was on a good I was on a pretty good streak. I felt like I was. It's been like more than a year since I was sick. And um, But I've been talking about it a lot lately. I've been spitting a lot of game about how my immune system was basically perfect, so I guess you, it was only yeah cursed it, you jinxed it. Yeah, it was only a matter of time before it came down and <clears throat> laid a dookie in my lungs and delivery organs.
1: Yeah, I had a food poisoning style illness late last year, Ooh. but I didn't. I haven't had a straight up old school cold like this in a while. Yeah, um, I found that's fine. That... I actually get way more stuff done when I have a cold than when I have. Uh, Toilet troubles.
0: <laughs> what organs are those? The, not the delivery uh, organs. Those
1: are the, those are the organs of uh, admission. It's just <laughs> 100% wrong like delivery was.
0: <laughs> those are the organs of admission. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to be admitting very many things into them. You, maybe uh, you should be...
1: Shit, that's probably my problem.
0: Yeah, that's what's been going on. Um, um, I, I, I wanna, I'd I want. like to structure this episode so that we spend the first 20 minutes talking about health issues. Because I know people are... I was
1: definitely going to ask if you had ever taken a suppository.
0: (laughs) No. No, no suppository music going on in here.
1: Okay. Um, Well, I've never... I've never put an earbud up my butt to feel the bass.
0: That's probably the best place to feel it, though. You probably feel it all in your body, just throughout it.
1: I mean... Maybe I'll sit on Alexa later. If that good, good bass beat stimulates your prostate...
0: I think they know, I think they programmed her not to wake up when I say dirty things about her, because I just said I was going to sit on Alexa, and then nothing happened.
1: Oh, Twice. yeah. Yeah. She should, she should say, I do not consent, and then you'd just be like, well.
0: <clears throat> be like, yes means yes, and i be like, means for I me. live in Tennessee now, so I don't think that's true anymore.
1: That may not be true. Saw you did take a shot at Tennessee on Twitter, but it wasn't to the brother date, so it's not going to be in the mailbag.
0: No, I try to keep my politics separate from my my, um, my entertainment, my public pers- personality.
1: Well, that's just because uh, you want to be rageful about minor technology goof ups
0: That's really on brand. That's on my program.
1: brand. That's your brand here, and not rageful about politics. I had someone uh, here, come over here. Here is one for you, though. Wait, wait. The wait. cost of an Amazon Prime membership is going up. No, it isn't. I
0: just feel like if I say no, it isn't aggressively oh, okay. enough, then it won't happen. All
1: right. All right, cool.
0: Wait, why is it happening? Why are they doing that?
1: Uh, it's going to be 120 bucks now. What is it now? Uh, 99 bucks. Son
0: of a... How, what kind of small... That's not a small increase. Oh, so that's a scant 20%.
1: I didn't say it was a small no, increase.
0: I know. I'm saying like who do, who does that? Who increases something by twenty percent as just like uh, a matter of fucking course?
1: Well, a company that no longer has the Sears and Toys R Us to compete against, for instance. Fuck.
0: If only that Sears Toys R Us merger had gone through. I know, dog. They could have. They could have stood up to the power of of Bezos,
1: yeah, for sure. But like now, where am I going to get Popomatic trouble or? Uh,
0: Wooly-Willy. A, s-
1: a set of small Wiley-Willy? Hex keys. Stingy Sue Or a Wooly-Willy. That's right. Sloppy Sue. That's zoo. right. Sloppy Sue. Yeah. Big <clears throat> Mick. Uh, Uncle John. Rick Drift.
0: Uncle John all the way to full circle.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um. Do you have any, any housekeeping? I almost said house cleaning. I don't know if that's the same thing. Any housekeeping before we get into the MBs?
1: Uh, no, I just hope everybody's super excited to keep talking about Led Zeppelin for this weekend and further weeks.
0: Three further episodes. Episodes. Six weeks, baby. Across six
1: weeks, at least. Um, no, so we should jump right into the mailbag.
0: Okay, if you hear me sipping my tea, it's just to keep um, my voice uh, smooth and fresh, like um, a fabric softener that you'd buy, not like the one that's included in the detergent, but a separate fabric softener that you would put
1: in. Additional fabric softener. Uh Afs,
0: afs that I'm, uh, I am. I'm, I'm probably. I think I'm allergic to it. by Brother Date.
1: Uh, at, uh, on April 11th, Ryan tweeted at Brother Date. I'm a couple seasons behind, but I really enjoy it. Gina notwithstanding. So I guess he's into the Brooklyn Nine-Nines.
0: For a second, when I um, when I read that, I thought he was talking about Brother Date, and then I got really confused. Cause I didn't He's think definitely we had... not a
1: couple of seasons behind. We don't really have seasons.
0: <laughs> I didn't think we had a clear demarcation between seasons.
1: No, I do... When I make when I do the final step on the MP3s, I do group them into fictitious albums. I don't know why. No, seriously, why but though? But it's, like it's an option when you're doing an MP3 is to say what album it is from, though.
0: So what albums do you put them in?
1: Uh, Brother Date 2016, Brother day 2017, ah. and Brother Date 2018. I actually break them up in the website, too, because uh, file directory structures work better with smaller numbers of files in them. That makes sense. So rather than have a thousand episodes eventually in... Uh, we're getting there. I mean, to get through the Star Treks, we're going to have to do at least... Probably 380 or so to account for the time it took to start and all of the times we'll have to slip in weird weeks over the time. Oh, I
0: cannot wait till we're in the fucking 300s. Bro, oh, no we're, sure. we're in like episode 338 or something and we're just fucking wiling out on Star Trek and okay, the haps.
1: I mean, it's not that crazy. <clears throat> We've only been doing this a little over two years. We're just past our two year anniversary with this show and uh, we're on episode 88 right now.
0: Nice. We're, crazy. We're the crazy 88s today.
1: Uh, he's talking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's the name of uh, Craig Robinson's recurring character on there?
0: Pa- the Pontiac. Um, Doug Judy.
1: Doug Judy. Yeah. I like that. I, like I gotta him. watch that again.
0: He's He's been back this season. He's, he's back like every him. once in a while.
1: Obviously, I like Zooks, wherever he shows up. You Pimento? Yes. A- Adrian Pimento? <laughs>
0: that might be right, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got they got uh, some good guest characters, and all of the main cast. Yeah, are, are good on there. Joe LaTrulio has really locked into being pathetic in a way that <laughs> I mean, but it's still somehow tolerable. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, such a perfect portrayal of that sad character.
0: And of course, his father Stephen Root.
1: <clears throat> his dad is Stephen Root. Yeah,
0: it's always enjoyable
1: uh i think uh last mailbag we challenged ryan to actually give an opinion about uh critical thinking in the military or something like that
0: uh, well because all he did, all he did was repeat something that ben had said he didn't actually offer any anything that's right on top of it
1: yeah it was he, he got no credit for that <laughs> yeah absolutely. so uh he says uh also on april 11th the military is necessarily authoritarian but to oversimplify it, immediate total obedience is best in tactical situations, whereas in strategy planning, a more participative leadership may be preferred. Oh, alright. There are exceptions to both, obviously.
0: Well, that was a very balanced and nuanced take.
1: What he should have said was, it's like the Clone Wars. Hmm. There were a lot of them robots.
0: A lot lot of them. The droid army.
1: But the clones were were still people and they could think.
0: Yes. Even though they were Kiwis or whatever.
1: And the whole thing was orchestrated by the evil Darth Sidious on both sides. Yeah. It was all a show. We know about that guy. A method to weaken the Jedi. Through attrition.
0: Right. Even though he just had a secret plan to have them all assassinated.
1: That's correct. But that plan didn't work that good. You got a lot of those old boys.
0: Yeah, the movies don't really tell you that it didn't work that well. The movies basically make it clear that they got everyone but the Obi-Wan and and the Yodis. Yep. The Obi-Wan and the Yodis. It's in that uh, extended universe stuff where all the other Jedi hunting happened.
1: That's right. Anyway, that's what I think about the military. Uh, also on April 11th, I think in response to a discussion of the Tesla Roadster, he says our early products had a lot of quality issues. Really? Really taking some some chances here.
0: You You gotta be careful, man. Shots are fired. Everyone knows where you work. Everyone.
1: Elon Musk.
0: As a listener, I don't think
1: I've ever said his name out loud. <laughs>
0: That's why your mouth is having trouble making the sounds. Mm. El, el, Elon. Elon, mm. Elon can't Elon? be a name. Elon. Mm. Elon Musk. Like a like Musk.
1: Muskie, as he preferred to be called, <laughs> right? Is uh, he going to track you down? Ryan's on a big old road trip right now. Oh, well, he's, he's in maybe like uh, some, some national park or another.
0: Well, people will be waiting for him when he gets home then.
1: I have no idea where he is today because Facebook refuses to show me his posts in chronological order. Yeah. So it's just like, I know sort of where he's been <clears> over the last week, but he, I don't know.
0: He went to Z- Zion. I I want to know about
1: Zion, but it's like, I've been to Zion. Show me the other places.
0: Yeah, I think Instagram's the same way, isn't it? I don't know for sure because I'm I not I think Instagram's
1: on a little better, but like, eh. I'm not on the... <sighs> Elon's going to get you. Facebook. Keep, keep, keep talking shit. Seriously, talking is that guy's about name Tesla.
0: really? Elon Musk? We never talked about I mean, about how this. do you pronounce that? No, I'm just saying, like, is that for real? Like, who named him that? Oh, uh,
1: is that like his weird stage name?
0: Yeah, like, that can't be real. Oh, let's no, let's re- jumble that, the letters, that, letters around. Is, is his name really Noel Scum?
1: I mean, that's not that great. <laughs> Noel Scum's his real name. And he that's didn't... Jeremy's iron, basically, <laughs> is what you just did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's see what a quick anagram solver. I can't believe
0: you didn't like Noel Scum. I thought that was
1: pretty ah, good. Man, an anagram solver crashed my Google tab.
0: Yep. Well, I, Elon doesn't want you to know. I'm sorry, Noel doesn't want you to know what's going on with this. I name.
1: think I might have entered the forbidden word. <clears throat> uh, well, it's either that or
0: Noel comes. So, what do you want?
1: So, Lucons is a one word anagram, only uses seven of the letters, though. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's not as good.
1: Yeah, uh, let's use the anagrammer instead. Uh, sulk omen. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not sulk a, that's... me no, sulk me on. That sounds that's, gross. That's uh, from the famous AHA song. <laughs> Lone musk.
0: Lone musk doesn't count because it keeps musk.
1: That is a good point.
0: I like Noel comes better. Uh,
1: sunk mole. Sunk mole's not bad. If you have a sunk mole, see your dermatologist. <laughs> And sunk? then the uh, grammarian also should be sunken, probably.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Elks muon. Now that <laughs> is a subatomic particle. Yeah. Uh, that belongs to a fraternal organization. That's pretty good. Or just named also after it. A subatomic particle that is owned by an, an elk.
0: Every elk, life elk. Uh
1: which could be one of two animals uh, in America. An elk is a great big deer. Right. And in Europe, an elk is what we call a moose.
0: Hmm. Because they don't have big deer over there. What's the deal?
1: They got big deer. It it doesn't make no sense.
0: Yeah. What do they call those?
1: I I think here's what happened.
0: How do caribou fit in?
1: People got over here and they had heard of elks. Yeah. But they got here from England and there ain't any there.
0: Um. So they saw they saw a moose and Uh, like I don't know what that is. Looks like a moose.
1: Nah. Yeah. Exactly. And they saw a big ass deer and they said that must be an an elk." elk. Right. Yeah. Anyway, Elks are pretty big. <laughs> oh, boy. Heard it here first, everybody. I might be sicker than I thought. Uh, well, Elon Reeve Musk. No.
0: Everybody, right, please on. send us a message and let us know whether you think it's Sunk Mole or Noel Comes.
1: Well, I didn't know his middle name was Reeve.
0: Oh, you're going to put that into the old uh, yeah. machine. <clears throat> he used to be pretty good at things like this. This and.
1: Lovemakers.
0: Love. Oh, wait, does that use all the letters?
1: Uh, that's the longest single word. This is obviously not the same Or I closed the other one. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, let's do the Scrabble solver. No, no, no. words.
0: Lovemakers doesn't seem like
1: I could be using all the words. Uh, this, this is the one I was using before. Elon Reeve Musk. Kerosene vellum. Well,
0: I mean, that's interesting. So that's a
1: special kind of, There's uh, a lot going on animal hide that you use to write on. <laughs> But it has been...
0: Um, D- doused.
1: Doused, yeah, in kerosene. Mm. Kneeler, move us. Mm, I don't know. How about L Smoker Venue? <laughs> L Smoker Venue
0: is pretty good.
1: M- Meeker, sun love. Okay, now
0: we're getting somewhere.
1: Mm, let's see. Meeker,
0: sun love is not bad.
1: <clears throat> Evokes elm rune. That is a thing that a particular type of druid does in Dungeons and Dragons. I, I was going to
0: say, I think that's one of the missions that I always. That's like a radiant quest in Skyrim.
1: Yeah, evoke the Elm rune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evokes Men Lure. Now, well, that's something that a siren does. Yep,
0: yeah, right. She evokes that all the time. Yeah. I hate, the, by the way, that's my least favorite boss fight.
1: How about Sea Ovum Colonel? <clears throat> <laughs> now, that's when you want to look right in the middle of an egg. <laughs> right. And the see the kernel. of the it. The kernel. Some people call it the yolk. I call the it the kernel. The kernel. egg kernels. Keener volume. Oh, actually,
0: a lot of the time when I'm at a restaurant, they're like, how do you like your eggs? And I'm like, ah, what's it called where, like, the kernel is, like, a little bit runny? And they, mm. they're like, what do you mean? And I, the kernel, where the kernel, it's, like, kind of runny. And they're like, you mean, like, the yolk? And I tell them I don't know what they're talking about. And then I leave.
1: If you go to see... Um, fish clergy doing sexy dances Mm. you might be at the eel monks review oh uh let's see smoke urn levy Mm. that one i couldn't make a nice picture out of the same way but um
0: Hmm. Well, changing
1: evokes to evoke just gives me the same thing, but you pluralize something else. You can't evoke the elm nurse, though.
0: That's kind of like evoking the elm runes, but...
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, I am bookmarking this anagram. Please do. Please do. <laughs> it does good work.
0: I may have more questions for you later. It
1: does real good work. Um, anyway, Elon's going to get you, Ryan. He's going to come for you. Gotta watch out for that guy. Uh, also on the 11th, that's when he listened to the last mailbag episode, clearly. Mm. Uh, at Brother Date, the homeowner association for our condo was very corrupt. Lots of cronyism and very questionable expenses. Sounds like this whole rumored, country. president was rumored to be close friends with many of the contractors we hired.
0: What a fucking surprise.
1: Probably mobbed up, too. Hell
0: yeah, dude. For hanging out with fucking Jimmy Conn and fucking old Blue Eyes. Those are the ones, However...
1: Right? I don't know how corrupt the homeowner association <coughs> at Matt's condo complex can be if they were desperate to get off of it and have him take over. <laughs> it's true, it didn't seem like they were using it to their advantage. That doesn't suggest corruption so much to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, God, can you just run the you're new here, can you just run the whole thing?
0: Maybe this is my time to really corrupt up.
1: Yeah, corrupt no, get up connected.
0: I think corrupt up should be our new motto.
1: <clears throat> uh on the 12th good tea at brother date i don't use siri for shopping lists but usually to set timers apple's voice recognition leaves a lot to be desired
0: siri is total garbage siri do- I, it doesn't understand anything and never gives you an answer related to what you're asking
1: I always do, when I get a new Apple device, I always do my level best to disable it entirely. Mm-hmm. If I could disable the thing that makes me accidentally sometimes bring up voice recognition, I would. Yeah. and um, Because it is never what I want. Yeah. I've never wanted it. I never know how I trigger it. You got one of them I hate
0: it. newfangled ones, right? Do you have a I do, or... so
1: I ain't got such as a home button no more.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so Marjon has one too, and she has the same issue where it will just randomly start talking to her based on theoretically something she said, but she doesn't know what.
1: Uh, it doesn't respond to my voice, but like, on this fucking phone, these idiots can never get it exactly right. Yeah. Uh, the power button is directly opposite the volume up and down buttons. So it's very hard to press one mm-hmm. without pressing the other if you're doing everything one-handed. Yeah, because you you're using one your side case for leverage. Especially sort of covers the button, so it takes a little more leverage. Uh... And something I do there occasionally brings up voice recognition. But what I mostly get is a ton of screenshots of my lock screen.
0: <laughs> because you're, you're I'm just trying to unlock
1: the fucking thing. Yeah. yeah, Or lock it again after I'm done.
0: I'm still on the 7th generation and it's the same problem with the buttons being across from each other.
1: It It's, dog, <clears throat> no, put them somewhere else.
0: I Yeah, that would be wonderful if they could do that.
1: They're not connected to each other physically inside the device. You could move them.
0: Like the counterbalancing, one on the other.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's not like, a scenario that occurs. They have to put occurs. the button
0: on the side because the other buttons are on the other side.
1: It's like this button moved to what well, used to be on the top, the sleep-wake button. Yes. And they moved it. And I don't know why.
0: I also don't know why. It must have something to do with what they were doing inside of that thing.
1: Like who was having a problem where they were accidentally pressing on the top, but they don't have a problem with accidentally pressing the sides. I, I don't get that at all.
0: This is a very good question. Uh can we get um Steve's job?
1: Oh yeah, let's do you want to do Steve's job on the old anagram or now?
0: Well no, I just want to get him on the show, the ghost of Steve's job.
1: Oh, oh I see. That's not so much fun. But let's find out if he did have a middle name.
0: Steve Jobs. Uh,
1: Stephen Paul
0: Jobs. Oh, I think we can get somewhere. Throwing that P in there is really satisfying.
1: It is good, um for for instance you could get Peeny's job. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but there's gotta be more, uh, jobless pave-nut, jobless vein-put. It is a jobless pave-nut. Up a jobless vent. <laughs> up, uh, It loves saying
0: jobless.
1: Yeah. jostles pave-bun. Okay. jostles vein-pub.
0: Now we're getting there. Jostles is a good one.
1: Uh, let's see. Call that Julep's guy. votes ban. <laughs> Julep's Vents Boa. Okay. we got to get past Julep's, although Julep's Vast Bone is pretty good. Wow. He has a southern character <laughs> named Julep, and he's got vast. just a huge rig.
0: The idea of Vast Bone is, a, is yeah. a very good one.
1: Well, the good thing about Vast Bone is if you like that, how do you feel about Vat Bones? <laughs> Not as
0: No, I like Vast Bone. Not as bone. good? Yeah.
1: Julep's a vet snob. Yeah, but Joust's probably. Joust's Bevel Pan. mm <laughs>
0: Mm. i'm gonna call that guy old jostle from now on so you have to Jumps? remember okay but when i call him uh. old jostle then i'm talking about the
1: jobbers so banjos is also one and i'm just trying to see if anything else cool comes out of it oh. like banjos elves put eh. like uh where are all the banjos the elves put here
0: yeah. It's
1: kinda not great. You doesn't know, stand. Ending in put
0: is kind of a tough one.
1: Well it doesn't have to, but like moving put around doesn't fix it.
0: Well, ban- elves put banjo. Elf put elf put elf no elves put banjo. Elves. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's not gonna work. Uh boy it uh really loves julep and juleps. Um well,
0: you um, look, do you wanna call him old julep for shorthand? Or old, jo- Jobs, or old for him as old julep or old Jostle.
1: Well, Jossel is good. (laughs) Jossel is very good.
0: I think I want to call him old Jossel. Yeah. From now on. And again, it is imperative that you remember who I'm talking about.
1: Oh, Junta is in there. Does anything cool come out of that? No, it appears not. Punta vessel bop
0: you know i thought the p would be uh important there but this thing seems to indicate it, the j the, is, the j is wild is very that. important here yeah
1: you need that j that's good let me do my name just <laughs> real quick okay. you got a j. a j you got one
0: it. yeah you know, I got one in my middle name, just saying. Now,
1: <laughs> it's not going to come up with the best one, which is my alternate persona, DJ Unseen Lia.
0: Because <laughs> it's not going to know what a liar is.
1: Yeah. Oh, Juveniles is in my name. That's
0: not bad.
1: Let's see. Juvenile's hand, I add. No, nah, that's uh, not so good. I add Juvenile's hand. No. Nope. No. No. Uh, a hind, dead Juvenile. No.
0: I like, oh, this is just turned into the, the Anagram yeah. pod.
1: Yeah. We had a lot of stuff to get to today, too. <laughs> I know. We got sidetracked. Um, yeah. Well, look, the whole point Ju- was... Juvenile is a big sidetrack on this one. But did you know Javelins is in there also? Javelins
0: could be good, depending on what else comes along with it. Yeah. Uh, what can I get with Javelins?
1: Uh, well, you can also get the word nude, so that's okay. pretty now fun. Now we're getting there. Uh, you could get Javelins nude hid <laughs> ad. Uh, javelins add hid nude like if you covered your that doesn't work that's not a good one Uh, you can get dune dude javelins hid and dude yeah like he was behind a whole stack of javelins (laughs) Um, (laughs) and dude and dude and dude was hid hid by Uh, okay (laughs) Uh, Javelin... Can wait, you just, sudden.
0: Can you send me a link to this anagram machine so I can play with it later after the pod? Yeah, yeah,
1: def- definitely you're gonna want this This is the kind of one. thing
0: that will absolutely ruin my evening.
1: Yeah, this is... <laughs> uh, you will enjoy this. Kay. Let me do just a quick run of your... Wait, Javelin Nudes. Javelin um,
0: Nudes isn't bad. Does it use all the letters?
1: No, no, no. You, you still have hid and add, so it doesn't always. really work. Okay, go. And you could have, like, Javelin Nudes Aid... HD ja- <clears throat> Nude javelin aids HD that could be a porn video.
0: Yeah, what about the majesties? HD. Majesties when lament.
1: Oh, this is now we're doing you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how about uh, uh, majesties hewn mental?
1: That's not too bad. Um, you got lawmen in there. <laughs> I too. know, I know. <laughs> and melt. There's some good possibilities if we could just work out. Majesties,
0: Lawn the Men. I don't know. It's a lot of Majesties. Uh, Majesties is a good start. Um,
1: Ten Jewels Atheism Man, for instance. (laughs) That's sort of a sentence. uh, Okay, Jewels plus Methane plus Mantis. Now, (laughs) the fact that that those three words your name decomposes into those three that's words that's pretty good i mean it's a writing prompt if nothing else <laughs> that
0: is pretty good jules methane also, mantis also i want to change Anthem that to my name
1: inmates i like
0: jules methane mantis better for just to change yeah. my legal name
1: now uh, mr let's just be-
0: mantis your last name cannot be mantis yes sir jules methane mantis
1: so um here's some here's some anagrams for you i just want you to think about <sighs> okay. bothered art Bothered Rat.
0: Just trying to change the pod name.
1: Yeah. Uh, breathed Rot. Yeah. Um, uh, Birthed Tarot. Like, <laughs> not birthed given birth to, but, get, you know, gave it a place to sleep on your ship. Right, or, a birthed Tarot. You have a room in your house. So uh, I, how many you know, Tarots making... you
0: got on there? Birthed? Uh, I got one birthed Tarot.
1: Uh, let's see. Hotter Beard.
0: That's actually really good.
1: And also hotter bread, of course. <laughs> well,
0: I mean that's that's definitely on brand.
1: Oh, hatred comes in there. What can we get with hatred? Yeah, yeah, hatred but... or bet? No, that's not anything. Uh, harder to bet.
0: Harder to bet.
1: Yeah. Or uh, rather to bed. There we go. Rather
0: to bed. That's what.
1: Rather to bed. Now that's what you should be doing. You should just sleep it off. Don't listen to this to podcast bed. at all. <laughs> uh at brother date yeah uh oh this from you just heard a radio ad that starts been victimized by a timeshare demon (laughs) is there a harder sales job in the game today than timeshares what are the top three shittiest sales jobs and have i ever held one so i do love that uh we do have an agenda but clearly you had forgotten that that existed and you just wanted to stick this right in there so it wouldn't be forgotten i
0: was driving back from memphis and that that ad—that's how that ad started about getting out of timeshares. Have you ever been victimized by a timeshare demon?
1: I wonder if that's what the Mandarin voicemails I'm getting are about—getting
0: away from timeshares, or are they trying to sell probably you trying
1: shares? to sell me a timeshare yeah. in <coughs> Macau. beautiful Chengdu? Oh boy! I mean, that's where I'd want to go. That's actually in the, up up mountains, the mountains, yeah. That sounds, and all
0: that sounds pretty good. Uh, Just
1: sit there and think about. The Peach Tree Oath, and I mean that's not where it was made, but no, you know, that's, was its capital.
0: <laughs> no, I do want to make a, I do want someday to have a Three Kingdoms tour. Ah, obviously yeah. start in Yan, because I mean where it covers it,
1: a lot of China though. Is where is the, Zhang Fei is, is the problem,
0: from. you have to start there. Um, <clears throat> no. So I heard this ad, and I thought to myself, boy, if you if this is your job is to sell timeshares, what what do you even do
1: now? What do you I mean, do? This is, because this is the thing, right? Like. If you want to have a vacation rental, yeah, to participate in that industry, you'd probably figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. What are the like? This is not a thing that can randomly happen. Where you're like, man, I have so much money,
0: I want to get in on a uh, vacation rental.
1: Is there a way that I can lock this money up in the least convenient way possible? <laughs> right.
0: I'm just saying, like, so, so you show up to work, right? Yeah. You've been doing this timeshare thing for a while. You show up to work. You're like, all right, today I'm gonna crush it. I'm gonna hit the ground running. I'm gonna call all of my most promising leads, and I'm gonna sell me some timeshares. And you've just you've got the radio on in the background. Maybe it's like a, a sponsored spot on a pod show you're listening to, and it says, "Been victimized by a timeshare demon? Do you just turn off your computer?"
1: And oh, then yeah, just probably. go, and
0: then just like go back to bed, because if this is a thing that now you can just say about people, that they are straight demons, <laughs> that I think that industry's done for.
1: I mean, it is libel. Yeah, slander.
0: One of them, libel, 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 or mm-hmm. Lanzer.
1: Yes, we don't need the anagram solver for that one. That's too easy. <laughs> That's
0: an easy one for us. <clears throat> but if it's not timeshares, what do you think are the hardest sales jobs? What would be a real um, tough one? If you're like, if someone told you tomorrow you gotta sell, you gotta sell some of this shit. What would you really not want to hear?
1: Uh, I don't want to be the guy who has to call people who just bought a new car and their free trial of Sirius XM has expired. Oh, because yeah. I, I don't know what kind of data they get about your usage. Maybe none, but like the shit's all. I don't know. They probably do, right? They probably know when they've called me. That I listened to that thing for a grand total of 18 minutes over the six months that I had it free.
0: Yeah, and you listened to Korea today.
1: And then I just kept flipping through all the channels and, like, they're like, well, one time he did land on, uh, put down that weapon when it was playing on the (laughs) New Wave channel. His
0: favorite station was the New Wave station.
1: Uh, and it's like, I don't know, maybe he likes that song or maybe he was just like, why is this on this channel?
0: Yeah, that's true. I wonder how you'd go about selling that thing. Because, like, everyone can just listen to whatever they want whenever they want now, right?
1: I will tell you that uh, I have never had a person seem less disappointed when I ran them through the please remove me from this list script. <laughs> she just fucking immediately switched gears and was like, okay, it'll take three days before this list gets uh, sent out to everybody. You might get a couple more calls, but uh, you are on the And I was just like, wow. Yeah, She does not care.
0: She, do, she does not have to look up the process on that one. She gets yeah. asked enough yeah. that she's just, like, on top of her head.
1: She knows how that goes. Yeah. Now they have, uh, by the way, now what they do is they just send me mail in envelopes that don't look like they're from Sirius XM, so I open them.
0: Well, that's what um, all spam mail is now. It, it, it looks like it might be important, and you open it up, and it's, like, um, debt consolidation. Or, uh, hey, how about you switch to this car insurance?
1: They it's do like, seem to seem have stopped doing the ones that looked hand-addressed. Yeah, uh, and tricky. I don't know if that's because they didn't look sufficiently hand-addressed to fool anyone, or if nobody gets hand-addressed mail.
0: Yeah, that might have been the giveaway. What? You might have known it was spam because you've never, ever received any handwritten mail.
1: Yeah, and they'd be like, it'd be printed in blue ink, too, and you'd be like, you're not fooling me.
0: <laughs> that's right, no one sent me a letter, you can't fool me this way. I'm not a hundred years old. I don't have a pen pal. like. Uh, and by the way, Judah if you did have to. a
1: pen pal, it'd be because they were into stationery and shit. And so it'd be like a size A5 letter. Yeah. Uh, and it'd have fucking Japanese washi tape all over the bottom of it. Yeah, it
0: would be an A11 and, paper like, and it would have wasabi mayo. Uh, I mean, wasabi ranch flavor nori. This is exactly correct. All over it. Yeah. So it would be, edi- it'd be an edible letter.
1: And also, you would recognize the return address.
0: Yes, that's right. You would know. You'd who know who it
1: was from. from. Yeah. You're like if you get a birthday card from your grandma, she don't she don't like not put her return address on there. It's not because that's not the done thing.
0: It's not a good scam. Like all the Mandarin spam calls that we get are not a good scam. Yeah. They're just. I don't speak enough Mandarin for that to work on me.
1: And it's just like, Ooh. I know that. The total number of people in this country who speak Mandarin is probably pretty high. It's
0: growing, you know, it goes up.
1: Uh, But, like, it's still got to be a pretty low percentage shot.
0: Yeah, I can't really figure that one out. Do they they think the Chinese are stupid? Is that what's happening? Did they say it? Not me? I I
1: don't. Like, unless they're... If they're specifically aiming it at little Chinese ladies or something, but, like, wouldn't just buying an ad uh, at a card room do the job <laughs> probably
0: uh i've been getting a Is new trying to target vulnerable people <clears throat> there's a new spam going on over here where uh people are call they've they use whatever program to make sure that their phone number looks like the phone number for the electric company calling to tell you that your uh, uh payments overdue and they're going to shut off your power or whatever And uh, I knew that was happening because I kept getting a call from a number that looked like a real, like it ended in like three zeros. It looked like a real company or something, but I don't pick up Uh the phone because it's spam 100% of the time. Yeah. So I just went to the, I like logged into my account to see if like, oh, are my automatic payments not going through? Like what's happening here? And there was just a prompt right on the front of the page. Like, do not, do not fall for (laughs) the spam. People are calling. It says it's from our number. It's not. Don't fall for it. Yep. But uh, you know, if I were a sucker who picked up the phone and talked to people, I don't know. Maybe I could have been victimized by that one.
1: Uh, so it's for olds, right? People who answer their phone because it's rude not to answer your phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I um, I can tell you my uh, shittiest sales job.
1: Yeah, what is your shit? What was your shittiest sales job?
0: It was uh, credit card processing. Uh,
1: uh, oh, yeah, this is because you have been in the world of trying to sell products to businesses, right? Yeah,
0: all everything I've done has been business-to-business sales. Right. Um, I think
1: that limits it. Yes, I can't do
0: any of the direct-to-consumer... I can't compete with that. There's some, probably some door-to-door garbage.
1: Oh, Actually, I do have a question about this business-to-business shit. Mm. About ten times a year I get an email address from someone who is looking to sell whatever company I've been at, a service, an yeah, email rather. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why me? How'd they, f- like, I don't use my business email for any non-business purposes.
0: What's what's your title? Like, if, we, if someone looks you up I, on, like, I the, like the my LinkedIn My title or is
1: Partner QA Lead. It's got a lead in it, but, like...
0: Partner, though. Maybe they think you're, like, some kind of...
1: Do they think I work at a law firm? Or
0: that you're just, you have, like, you're, that's how big you are in the company.
1: I mean, I have no like. I have a lot of influence in this company, but I'm not the one buying mm-hmm. products.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's just somebody who's just basically taking the spam approach, just being like, "Hey, uh, maybe this person either um, is crazy enough to answer this obviously spam email, or uh, like will know who the right person is, or something like that." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you ever get people who just email you, hey, Nielsen?
1: No. Well, then I still, still win. Still has never happened to me. Still happens to I me once a week at least. I just finished working on a product with a guy who thought I was two people.
0: <laughs> Hi, Judah.
1: Hi, Nielsen. Oh, not that bad. Uh, no, actually, I don't know. Maybe worse. Uh, on the phone, he kept talking about this email that he got from Joshua.
0: Oh, but that was from Judah.
1: But there's no Joshua, and he was telling me about an email he got from me.
0: this asshole Joshua let me tell you about this guy he was feeling himself a little bit
1: Uh, but here's me it took me so long to figure out what he was talking about that in the end I was too embarrassed to tell him (laughs) that he was telling me about an email I sent
0: will he ever figure it out though? so
1: for several more (laughs) meetings he did occasionally refer to the the process that he and Joshua had worked out by email oh my
0: god that makes me so embarrassed to think about The fact that if he ever does figure it out, he will then also have to figure out that you figured it out, but didn't want to say anything.
1: Yeah, luckily I don't. This is like a never-ending cycle. I don't foresee a lot of close work with this guy going forward, (laughs) but you know, he could. Who knows, right? He could transfer to another.
0: The email I got from Joshua. Yep. That's rough.
1: Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's the mailbag.
0: Oh, all right. That's not too bad. We we did okay.
1: Yeah, I mean we covered uh, forty minutes if you count anagram time.
0: <clears throat> I always count anagram time and anagram time. I can't say it, but
1: I can count it. Uh, t- uh, tweet at us. We'll read it. We're dumb.
0: Yeah, there ain't much. There ain't much more to do. Here, I'm going to anagram anagram time. Yeah, there you go. Um, I don't like
1: all those N's and G's. Well. Luckily anagrammers don't know how to be racist.
0: Don't, don't feel bad. Granite Mama pops up and it's worth it.
1: Oh wait a minute. That's super good.
0: <laughs> Granite I do Mama like Granite Mama.
1: Moment.
0: How about um I'm a, promoting how, this
1: anagrammer to my bookmarklet toolbar, by the way. How
0: about a rim magnate?
1: Oh, that is also very good.
0: <laughs> how about how about I Ram magenta?
1: Um Not I mean good. There are definitely there are definitely scenarios in which that could be interesting. <laughs> How about, about I am a garment?
0: That's a good one. How about taming a mare?
1: Oh, that's good. That is good. <laughs> um, oh boy,
0: there's some good ones in here. I'm sorry. I goddamn it. I'm sorry. I we just got we're all stuck on it again.
1: What about uh, Enigma Mart? <laughs> I mean, that is a going down to the store mysteries going
0: down to uh uh
1: magnet maria how was that not someone from final lap twin
0: that's a good one magnet maria
1: a garnet imam um
0: one of the imams was probably called the garnet imam would be my guess i
1: would love that idea yeah yeah and the tiger mama
0: (laughs) i like all the ones where anne is misused
1: I just imagine that they're English, and I and I don't understand why the English break those rules sometimes. <laughs> um, let's do a little sports roundup. Sports roundup. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> the- I don't
1: remember if we have a theme for sports roundup. No. I just did it real quick right there. I
0: don't think we do.
1: Did it live?
0: There's there's sports going on. In the NBA playoffs are happening. The NFL draft is tonight. Lots of, so there's lots of sports. Was there something you want to talk about in particular?
1: I'm mean, a goddamn A's through a no-hitter.
0: Yeah, I watched that game. <clears throat> and, Did um, you
1: get excited? Did you have to restrain yourself?
0: No, because I always assume they're not going to get it. So were, I, the,
1: were the announcers talking about it too much?
0: You know they're afraid to say the things about it. Um, I, actually, A's announcers are not so hopeful that they would be afraid of a jinx like that. So they talked about it a little bit. and like After like the fifth inning, they're like, five hitless innings! But then after that, I think they were like, oh, I think we better cool it. Then they, they didn't talk about it so much. Um,
1: Who threw that? No, no, by the uh, way. Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya.
0: He actually went into that start with like an ERA under two, so he's off to a good start this year.
1: Oh, so he gets to be the Stinger?
0: He gets to be the Stinger for now.
1: He's not. Co- Is he. Uh, Cockmaster
0: 2000. CRA's. <laughs> um. Well. So going into the season, a guy. I mean,
1: on paper, I, at this point, he's got to be a strong contender. Well,
0: now he's definitely the ace because the guy who started the season as our number one starter and our supposed ace, Kendall Graveman, made it exactly six starts before we sent him to AAA. Ooh. Today you got the announcement that he's getting sent down. So.
1: Ooh. That ain't good. No.
0: If you're not hurt and you only made it six starts, and again, we started you first on purpose because we thought you were the anchor.
1: The, the, He's getting a little tune-up down there.
0: Yeah, well, his ERA is like 8.7 or something, so it's...
1: Well, that's not one of the better ones. No,
0: and that was after... He's
1: Cockmaster 3000. <laughs> it
0: was after his his best start last time. He, he, he had what they call a quality start, where he went six innings and allowed three runs, and um, that was the best he had done, and they said, all right, that's enough. I think that's enough.
1: I hope to see in my lifetime a day when <clears> Bill <throat> James is reviled and there's, like, reactionary... Oh, anti so stats great. like, well, I I want I live to see the consensus flip around to the idea that wins against replacement and quality starts and shit are nonsense stats. Well, and right now I you want, the... what I want is there to be some question as to whether slugging percentage means anything.
0: I I, I right now that is obviously that's the territory that all the old timers live in. But I assume you mean that uh, a younger generation. Yeah, will, that needs will to be the
1: it. new hotness.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm already there. And the reason I'm already there is because of pitch counts, and we've talked about it a million times. How much I hate the idea of reducing pitchers' pitch counts, because the more we reduce the pitch counts, weirdly, no one seems to be drawing the correlation that pitchers are injured more and more and more every year. That the amount of injuries to pitchers keeps going up and up as we keep decreasing their workload. (laughs) That in the olden days, you'd throw 200 pitches an outing, and you'd throw 50 outings, and then you would just never get hurt.
1: That's very counterintuitive.
0: But these days, uh, now, so, like, five, ten years ago, it was like, oh, he's at a hundred pitches. They're going to start thinking about taking him out. Now it's like, it's conceivable that in three or four innings he might get to a hundred pitches. We'd better start thinking about taking him out now. Like, almost nobody throws a hundred pitches in a game anymore.
1: It's like a wild overreaction to uh, concussions in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You mean, is it do yeah, you like think they want to
1: be on the right side of history with this pitch count thing? Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like, unless you increase roster sizes, like the same number of innings are going to be thrown. Like, I don't think as much you can do about that. It's just, who do you want throwing them?
1: Well, I mean, do you want your the ninth, obvious next Do you want your ninth best is,
0: guy throwing them or do you want your first and second best guys throwing them?
1: Is to just go to 30 man rosters. I think and that's the, uh, four of the extra five players will be relief pitchers.
0: I think that is essentially where we're going, and the A's have been carrying an extra reliever instead of an extra bat the entire season. Because they know they ain't had a guy pitch 200 innings in ages. So they just need relievers to come in.
1: Well, you know, if they got rid of the DH.
0: Yeah, that's true. Or the
1: A's just stopped using a DH. (laughs) No rule says you have to.
0: Maybe the Angels will start to do that because they have Shohei Otani.
1: I'd love for Moneyball 2 to be no DH.
0: Have we talked about Shohei Otani on this?
1: I don't think so. That name doesn't mean anything to me.
0: He's like, uh, all the nerds are in, are in love with Shohei Otani because he he pitches and hits.
1: Now, is he from the Mohawk tribe, or...
0: I think you know he is from the Sapporo tribe.
1: Ah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he... Uh, he... I don't mean, know,
1: was he really from Sapporo? Uh, I don't know who he played for over there. The Sapporo <clears throat>
0: Yeah. You know the Cebu Lions, but do you know Sapporo?
1: I, uh, I really thought I did. Oh, well.
0: Um, It's just the, it's H- not, it's the Hokkaido. It's not the Nippon Ham fighters, it's is the, it? They play in the Sapporo Dome.
1: Ugh. Gotcha. It's the, having the company name in there always gets me
0: <laughs> Nippon Ham fighters
1: yeah i do wish they were the ham fighters everyone like, does i would love for them to just be the sapporo ham fighters
0: so anyway this uh, shohei otani guy uh wouldn't even speak to the A's coming over from japan just refused um ah. for obvious reasons and he signed with the angels and his deal is that in the japanese league that he was in um pacific league i guess i don't remember which one he was in it's
1: pacific or central right those yeah. are the two leagues he
0: was the best pitcher in the league and the best hitter in the league And so in American sports, in baseball, when you're growing up, if you're a good hitter and a good pitcher, they always make you choose one. They're like, hey, you're not going to be able to do both in the majors. So just, you know, let's pick one and then we'll we'll turn you into a beast there. But in Japan, they just went, I don't know if you're good at it. Just keep going. So now for the Angels, he starts once a week as a pitcher. And on the non-pitcher days, he DHs. That's pretty good. And uh, he's supposedly he really, doing, really good. How's he hitting? He's shown some good power and speed. So he's uh, like a freak athlete.
1: And by so the way, they, he, they have him hit DHing out of the number two slot or something.
0: Yeah. Um. It, so he throws 100 miles per hour. Damn. And he has some of the hardest hit balls, according to Stat stat Tracker or Statcast or whatever it is. So he's a real Babe Ruth. Oh, hold on. They're, they're coming to get me. I, I was talking about Shohei Otani too loud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like Japanese uh, Babe Ruth or whatever. And um, so, if this experiment works, maybe there'll be more guys in the future who uh, who can pitch and hit in the majors. Um,
1: no, that'll it'll probably be dumb. There'll probably be a thing where like they'll bring Japanese pitchers over and let them hit. <laughs> That's
0: right. Americans can't do it. <laughs> it's just the Japanese. Uh, let me check his stats because uh, after the first few games, it was his stats were inflated because he kept playing the A's. Like, they they the Angels and A's played, like, two series, almost back-to-back.
1: While you're looking at that, I do want to pose a, a philosophical question for mm. you. Do you think that baseball will get more popular once football is no longer possible?
0: Those fans gotta go somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't see why baseball wouldn't get a bump from that. I think most of it I will go to got soccer. It right. I think soccer would probably get the biggest bump. I mean,
1: baseball is the least injuring sport. Like what's oh, yeah. the number one injury you get is you have to have that Tommy, Tommy John, John surgery and that gives you a better elbow.
0: <laughs> Every pitcher gets Tommy John, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Shohei Otani is currently hitting three thirty three and slugging six nineteen.
1: Well, I, the season is young, but that's extremely good. So those are
0: good numbers. And let's how see. many how
1: many ABs does he have?
0: Um, right now, he doesn't quite qualify for the. Um, the the batting title or whatever.
1: Well, it's going to be hard
0: because they they're, they're platooning him a lot right now. They're it's trying be to hard part time DHing. Yeah, and then pitching, he had a couple of rough outings. So, yeah, his ERA is over four right now, but he's also striking out um, eleven and a half guys per nine innings. So,
1: ooh, that's that's not bad. that That ERA could come down doing yeah. that.
0: I think he's given up some long balls, but he he doesn't allow his WHIP is one point one three. Is that if that matters?
1: I did ask how many ABs he had.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I told you he didn't qualify. I didn't he say, qualify. I tell you the number. Uh, 42 right now. So
1: 42... He's 14 So he's got dingers. himself 14 hits mm-hmm. in 42 at-bats. Three dingers. Boy, 42 is enough that that 333 ain't that fake either. Yeah. That's it's it. not like he's had 12 at-bats and he's got four hits, you know?
0: And if I go to baseball reference... The Oracle. <clears throat> I can... Figure out what his Japanese league stats were and impress you with those. Please be impressed.
1: I mean, if your DH is hitting 280, you'd, you're would like, that's good.
0: I don't think the A's ever have a DH that is. Oh,
1: the, the A's never have a player that hits 280 unless it's Jason Giambi, and then he patently can't explain it. That's
0: right. He'll just tell you it's got the best batter's eye in baseball, and you go, ah, right, false. I mean,
1: you're all, well, false. everyone else seems to think not. Uh,
0: let's see. Last year um, in Japan, he hit three thirty-two. The year before that, he hit three twenty-two with twenty-two home runs. His pitching, let's see, twenty sixteen, his ERA was one point eight six. It was in the twos. The two years before that. Oh, by the way, he's also only twenty-three.
1: Oh boy, so he's got about four years left till he peaks. Yeah, he started dominating dumb statistics, statistics.
0: Yeah, started dominating the Japanese leagues on both sides of the ball when he was nineteen. So. So he's going to be around for a while. Um, so anyway, he's the best chance I think at doing anything to the DH. It's just being like, "Well, see, a pitcher can hit," but I don't. Uh, I don't really see a lot of teams having that kind of problem. So baseball, you know, the A's are actually over five hundred, which is very surprising.
1: But that's good. We should talk now about my favorite sport. Mm spy party competitive league
0: is the uh, the season's coming back
1: yeah i uh you know it's not on a regular schedule and uh season three ended at the end of last year and i've been waiting and waiting and waiting it's coming back may 5th okay uh i watched some uh some warm-up some placement matches uh the other thing that's big in spy party is that now it's available on steam in beta i remember so... getting the
0: email about that where they were Frantically looking for people to help them test.
1: Oh, to test that lobby! Yeah, I been yeah. into that lobby. It was wild. I suspected it was a wild you night might in the lobby. Um, so there's going to be like, the community is about to grow in size by ten times or something. Yeah, it's going to so go through a this little season, bit of a renaissance. For this season, none of the players that are new are going to make it. Right? Like they're not in the competitive rankings yet.
0: And nobody can compete with those dudes anyway.
1: Uh, right, but like. What's going to happen? Are new strategies going to emerge? Like, the the new players are going to get to play some of these old players. Like, by the end of this season, are we going to see some new shit? There was, There was a bomb game at the end of last year. <clears throat> either the second-to-last match or in the finals, where a guy unveiled a whole new tech, which was doing a red test watch check in the same timing as if the game had gone to overtime or something like that to try to trick the other player into taking a shot
0: oh. and
1: uh, it was like unveiled for the first time basically at the end of the match and it was mind blowing and I'm just wondering like, like is this influx of new blood going to turn up a bunch of new strategies and also for next season and future seasons are we going to start to see some new names in there
0: have you been playing so that you can join the the big boys
1: I have not it's still very daunting to okay. me to jump in, but now that there's going to be a bunch of chodes,
0: yeah, because you have seen so many hours of this.
1: I've watched so much Spy Party.
0: This is really your chance to feast on some idiots who don't know it what is. they're doing, using the strategies you've learned by watching it is. and it's build up that muscle like memory.
1: Every Christmas day when a new Call of Duty's out, and it's like everybody got the game from their grandma. <laughs> yep. But I've been in there for a month, right? I know how to shoot and load and shit. I
0: know what's going to happen. I got um, the basics down. When we when we go to um Point to Hulk,
1: Yeah. The other thing is uh for this season of Spy Party competitive league, it's all new art. All huh. new art maps. So no more uh no more balcony, no more courtyard. Oh. It's going to just be the, the new art characters.
0: Well, that's a huge wrinkle then. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all the same strategies, except you're going to have to figure out all the lines of sight and the quirks of each map. That's interesting.
1: Um, no, the maps aren't new. Oh, There's the maps are There's been new. two classes of maps, new art maps and old art uh, maps. I see. Okay. Okay. And all the old art maps are out for this season. They're so. done,
0: though.
1: It's going to be going to be real interesting. So, uh, you know, that's going to be what I'm doing. There are some live casts on the weekends, but there are also Twitch VODs, so you could just watch them whenever.
0: Now, is there any way we can get Susan from California to get in on this?
1: I would love for Susan of California. Now, now, does Susan from California, is she still PUBG loyal, or has she, she switched to Fortnite?
0: No, she's... No, hell... Well, come on. Why even ask that question? She's a top Korean celebrity, according to herself. She would not uh, get on the Fortnite banner. By the way, how insulting is that? Also... Oh, dog, every
1: game's got a Battle Royale mode now.
0: But also let me think about this. Wasn't PUBG just like a... Wasn't that just based on a mod of another game?
1: Yeah, that's correct. It was based on a mod of another game. So then then I will try not to have a, a uh,
0: a Coolio reaction to this then.
1: Yeah, exactly. To be mad about Fortnite coming in and stealing their thunder is very much a Coolio scenario. Then I, I, re- I retract everything that I said.
0: Um, but as far as I know, Susan from California has still just been rocking.
1: Okay, it's been a while since you sent me one of those.
0: Well, I didn't know whether you cared. or she's s- running I after a
1: guy you. saying she's Susan from California and then she's killing him <laughs> while she's doing it.
0: I just, I, the part that always amazes me is how good she is. She's like yeah. really good. And I can't figure it out on her schedule. Because she's on Running Man all the time.
1: I mean, look, esports are getting more and more serious, but they're still not very serious, mm. and so really, it just is hours for most people. Yeah. So, why not, Susan from California?
0: Yeah, she'll be like, she'll she'll be fucking filming a variety show, and then at three in the morning, she'll just be on Twitch.
1: Yeah, I think you gotta have a good laptop, right? If you're well, I guess you might not play on location. You will probably just take the train back two hours from wherever they film and then yeah. play in the middle of the night. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> well, good for you. I'm glad your your sport of choice is coming back.
1: I mean look, the the sharks swept the ducks in uh in round one.
0: Oh yeah, we should talk about that. They have a game tonight. So they're yeah, they're, they're, they're playing, playing the Kings no, in no, round no. two. No, the the knights.
1: The Knights, Jesus.
0: The new Sorry. team. The expansion team.
1: I knew it started with a K, and I was thinking of the logo in my head. And They're uh, very similar. One is
0: the Kings, and it's all, like, ro- royal, fake fake royal yeah, stuff. The and then the other one's the Knights, and it's fake um, f- fake chivalrous stuff. Um, yeah, uh, Knights I don't know were if we talked real, about
1: it. Knights were a real, real good team in the regular season.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but an expansion team. Expansion yep. teams are always absolute fucking dumpster pillows. And... Uh, these guys dominated for most of the regular season. It's weird. They had their expansion draft, as it always goes. You're allowed to protect your players that you want to keep, and then they're, they they scavenge your roster. And they were somehow able to build a roster that really clicked. Because from day uh, they one, did
1: Moneyball too. They did a Moneyball two scenario.
0: Yeah, someone needs to figure out uh, what undervalued resources they were mining there, or whatever.
1: But I mean, the Sharks made a really good pickup this year too. So like.
0: When they traded for Evander Kane?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Yeah,
0: he's fucking awesome. And he's hungry, too, because he had to play for shit garbage teams like the fucking Buffalo Sabres and shit for years. And so he's never even been to the playoffs in a sport where it is mad easy to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, but uh, I imagine this round's not going to be a cakewalk, and the Sharks are so good at choking.
0: No, I have no expectation of it at all, because the Knights are good. And also, hockey's super random, and it doesn't even really matter... Like there's no such thing as momentum, and there's no there's no favorites there's no home ice hockey is is a of the major sports the playoffs are the most random. I think baseball's next, and I think the reason is baseball has has the fewest teams that make the playoffs, so once you make it, you're like you're good enough to win it yeah and then uh and then football and then basketball usually is just like it's chalk they are talking about the n b a not college uh the teams that are supposed to win win
1: yeah. Hey, that's the fucking sports roundup. We did. We got to hurry. We got more stuff on the agenda. Here's my live outro theme for sports roundup. I uh, threw a washcloth at a guitar.
0: That's pretty good. That's right. That's everything's music.
1: Yeah, it's a feature I have uh, never used on this podcast and likely never will, but I can play my guitar right into it if I wanted to.
0: Nice. But can you play um, Shine?
1: I mean, I can. Yeah,
0: Play it right into the podcast.
1: All right, everyone's gonna hate this. <laughs> I'm not even gonna tune it. <laughs> That's fine. Also, I don't remember how it starts. Did it? Did Did Turn <laughs> the amp <laughs> off. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there it is. It's a hammer on. <laughs> there you go.
0: I don't remember the lyrics, so i I jump in here, but I can do this good.
1: I knew it when I was 14. <laughs> That's good enough. Uh, wait, let me turn on my weird octave overdrive pedal and try it again. <laughs> All right. Well, Mm, that's a little much. Yeah, but what if I wanted to play a Smashing Pumpkins song? I was gonna say that's that's
0: more Smashing Pumpkins than uh, Collective Soul.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, never do that again. What else is on the agenda? Uh, we gotta well, we get through this Led Zeppelin round.
0: Yeah, we got. We should probably keep doing that. Uh, zap everybody. Let's do it.
1: We a dang hour into this thing, oh, and All we right. gotta talk about
0: eight matchups. Alright, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go! Alright, so, starting, uh... This is the round of 16 now. Uh With Nobody's Fault But Mine, which advanced over Stairway to Heaven, and Your Time Is Gonna Come, which had advanced over That's the Way.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, uh... Nobody's Fault But Mine. So this round I was, um... Uh, reading the lyrics as i listen to them right and trying to also, get a little bit
0: more context
1: also reading the wikipedia articles about production etc
0: getting some context uh
1: so this is a song about opium addiction
0: oh.
1: so That's even a new the genre. part where he says somebody taught him how to kick the gong or ring the <laughs> ding-a-ding-ring-dong or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Uh, even though that sounds like nonsense, it um, it turns out that it's just uh, like weird 1930s uh opium slang because this is a cover. Mm. A cover of some fucking blues song.
0: They do like to pretend that they know the blues.
1: Uh, this song also um, reminds me of Jane's Addiction. Oh. And that's obviously not Led Zeppelin's fault.
0: No, there was a time does, machine that was involved for one thing, which is never anyone's fault.
1: It does leave kind of a bad taste in my mouth, because I don't like Jane's addiction.
0: Jane said! Right?
1: Yeah. Um, this song has a pretty good groove in the verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the choruses aren't anything. But sometimes uh, one thing goes, that goes,
0: nobody's fault but
1: mine. One thing that I noticed is that the, the lead guitar that's played in this song and the harmonica mm. have a very similar timbre. Like, Jeffrey the harmonica timbre. is so distorted that it sounds very like the Telecaster or whatever that Jimmy Page was playing on this song.
0: I know the part you're talking about. <clears throat>
1: um, and I couldn't tell if it was intentional. And that's what I didn't like about that.
0: I know. And this is where this is where you and I, uh, this is our most common disagreement, is that I'm willing to take almost every artist at their word, essentially, and be like, whether I like this or not, this is the thing you meant to do.
1: I mean, if I'd read something where Jimmy Page had said, oh, yeah, we tried real hard to make my guitar sound like that harmonica.
0: Because it just, unless it's the Rolling Stones... They're the only exception to this for me because I feel like they they didn't put
1: just didn't put any effort in there. Yeah,
0: I feel like the Stones just got in and out because they wanted to go out and party, and I feel like these guys did put in the studio time and they heard it and knew what it sounded like. So whether you like it or not, I'm always just like, oh boy, I I do feel like they meant it. And then you could just be like, I didn't like what they did, but um, so this uh, this harmonica thing was bothering you.
1: Uh, no, just that I, just that it wasn't either so close that I couldn't tell what the instruments were or distinct enough that I, I it just, um, well, it was uncertain. Anyway, right. uh, this song's not too bad. Okay. It's not, the, there's nothing interesting happening in the words.
0: Right. But it's because not because it's a bad. cover of a 30s song or whatever.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, your time is going to come. So I said this last time, but I should have played a clip. So this is what I'm talking about. I want you to listen to how the first part of this song sounds like Sweet Home Alabama and the (laughs) chorus sounds like you can't always get what you want.
0: I believe you. (laughs) can't always get what you want.
1: So I looked into it. Yeah. Uh, The Stones recorded You Can't Always Get What You Want at the same studio. Yeah. Roughly one month after this song was recorded.
0: Sons of bitches.
1: So while... They pulled a Led Zeppelin. They almost certainly hadn't heard this fucking song.
0: Yeah.
1: It's possible that someone... Like, whoever engineered it or whatever was humming
0: it or something, was and like, like, Keith Richards. Yeah, was exactly. Like, hey, it just happened to him. Do that again. Who knows?
1: The song that, uh, when you read about You Can't Always Get What You Want, the song that everybody thinks they're ripping off is Hey Jude. Oh. And I I disagree, maybe, but when I think of Hey Jude canonically, I don't think of the Beatles version anyway. <laughs>
0: That's right. You think of the Wilson Pickett version. I think of
1: the super good Wilson Pickett version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm probably not the right person to say uh, whether but, that, that's what it's knocking off.
0: This at least uh, puts it in further doubt for you.
1: Right. Yeah. But um, but it's at least possible, like, same studio, and, uh, see, a month later is a pretty short timescale. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how much, if you can't always get what you want, they had in mind before they even went into the studio. Probably they never did hear this song.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I know when to know.
1: Um... Leonard Skinner's on blast, though. They had about five years to listen to this song before they got around to Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, I think like. it was
0: recorded in 73, released in 74.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, this. Uh, you may remember me telling talking about how the slide guitar is not great. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, this is the song <clears throat> that Jimmy Page learned to play slide guitar for.
0: Well, there you go. It's like spring training.
1: Yeah, and he played it on. And all descriptions say it was played on an out-of-tune 10-string Fender guitar. (laughs) Now, here's the deal. Right. Uh, You don't tune a slide guitar any differently than you tune a regular guitar. Yeah. So, if it was intentionally out of tune, that just angers me.
0: (laughs) Well, it sounds like it was, if everyone agrees it was out of tune. (laughs) yeah.
1: Now, having said all that, uh, I think it's a better song than Nobody's Fault But Mine. I think there's a little more to it. Like, the fact that it's... The two different sounds kind of work together. I like that little organ transition that played there mm-hmm. uh, in between the verses and the choruses. Yeah, I think you um, said last
0: week the organ um, The organ worked.
1: Yeah, I think there was another song where <laughs> I said the organ is the reason I like this song. Hmm. Um, I'm advancing. Uh, your time is going to come.
0: Boom, to the Elite Eight. And that, of course, is off of uh, Led Zeppelin 1.
1: Now, you structured things here so that the Elite Eight would be the first round where... Songs from the same album So we'll have to see if that, if that does happen next week. So yeah. thanks for pointing out that this is from Led Zeppelin 1.
0: And then the next matchup was uh, When the levy Breaks, which had beaten Living Loving Maid, She's Just a Woman... Uh, yes. And Dancing Days, which had beaten uh, Houses of the Holy, not from the album Houses of the Holy.
1: Right. Yeah. So, When the Levee Breaks. Uh, Talk about this blues. This is another cover. Yeah, that's, that's of a straight blues. blue song about a, the great Mississippi flood of 1927. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the Midnight Oil song this reminds me the most of is Star of Hope from Breathe.
0: Yeah, which was ninety
1: six. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, they had a lot of time to think about that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hope um, you, for God, it's your turn to pray. Yeah, it's more musical, I guess. Uh, this song drags on a little bit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think that it tries to stay interesting through the great length of the song by using a lot of like flanging and phasing and echo effects on kind of, it's like kind of the same music the whole time, but they just keep turning up the effects knobs.
0: (laughs) Right. Even on this, even on uh, the vocals
1: to stay interesting. Yeah. Even on the vocals, the vocals are pretty affected in this one. Um, There's not a lot to it. Uh, Dancing days. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, Otherwise known as Louie whipped it out.
1: Louie whipped it out. is how I like (laughs) to think of this song. Uh, I guess it's a song about seducing a drunk girl.
0: Oh, alright. Kind kind
1: of. It does use the word precedent in it. (laughs) That's good. I think it's sipping booze is precedent. Oh. Yeah. So it's a little... That seems off. It's a little R-y. Yeah. Um, all of the interesting things about this song are musical. Anyway, the lyrics are... I listened to the lyric. I read the lyrics carefully for every song. It was boring in every case. <laughs> I didn't find one. one interesting thing happening in the lyrics to the sixteen songs I went through. So that's just not going to be really a big component of what I like about.
0: Even in the battle of Evermore.
1: Yes, okay. we'll talk about the battle of Evermore. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Uh, the next match. Um, a contemporary review of the album this was from called this song filler. <laughs> And that's wild to me because it—it's uh, like it's got such a clear path to the top.
0: Ah, because uh, you do think it's being it's interesting up against, musically.
1: Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's uh, you know, they the they stole this from something they heard in Bombay. Sure. Like, whatever. As but the uh, they made are an always interesting doing. song about it. And it, first of all, that's an extremely British thing to do. Yeah, well, for one and thing. And also, it was an extremely 60s thing to do.
0: Yeah, and for another thing, to keep calling it Bombay, fucking
1: Brits. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Might have been Madras. I don't know. Probably, <laughs> I think it was Bombay. <laughs> um, so, it, so it sounds like it is the win. Dancing Days is advancing. All
0: right. And next week, it'll play, it'll face off against your time is going to come. Yeah, Uh, So Dancing Days from Houses of the Holy. That's uh,
1: actually kind of interesting, a matchup, because those are, uh, of the songs on the list, those are two of the uh, more interesting ones. So uh, it's nice that they weren't pitted against each other earlier. Like Houses of the Holy had an early exit, but I think it would have beaten the other songs in the blue grouping.
0: As I anticipated, and I'll reveal Marjan's bracket at some point, she was very mad at me as if it was my fault that her all of her favorite songs were facing off early on but she's talking about her 32 favorite songs that's right there was no chance that they were not going to face off <laughs> this is how the tournament
1: works yeah there aren't that many um in fact i'm not sure you could have done a round of 64 without introducing at least one more record
0: yeah next week i'm going to i'm going to give you a wild card and i'll i'll explain the rules about that in a second okay <clears throat> um or when we're done with this Section. The next matchup, uh, Communication Breakdown, which beat Whole Lotta Love last week. Yes. And uh, going up against the Battle of Evermore, which uh, triumphed over the ocean.
1: So, Communication Breakdown. Uh, I think I talked about five times in the last round about boring the Who-style rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the worst <laughs> offender, so I'm just going to play a little bit of this and just see if you understand what I'm talking about.
0: Let's drink some beers
1: It's just like, it's just that riff 40 consecutive times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere.
1: <clears throat> uh, also, the lyrics to this one are probably the, they're even more boring than the blues ones, which only have, you know, there's only two yeah, that are the most lines in a blues verse. <laughs> yeah. Th- this is not even as interesting as those blues ones, generally. Yeah, crying won't help you, um, praying
0: won't do you no good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, where where are you going? Hey, girl, <laughs> what you doing? Like, <laughs> fuck you.
0: They wanted to drink some beers and R. man. What's the big deal? Uh,
1: anyway, this song is less interesting than the least interesting song on an early Green Day record. Ouch. So um, it's in trouble in this battle. Now, luckily, it is up against the battle. <laughs> of Not and a fan, huh? Here's uh, here's where I got into real trouble. Uh, I did use uh, Genius.com for the uh, lyrics no. for all of these. Didn't turn out to be strictly necessary because, in general, the lyrics to these songs are pretty opaque. Right. Transparent. They're transparent. The, other, the opposite is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, It's just stupid. Opaque things are easier to see. Um. The trouble with the Genius.com <laughs> interpretations of all of these lyrics is that they. They try to fit them all into Lord of the Rings. So, like, even though this song also talks about Avalon. Right. <laughs> uh, it's like everything has to be a weird... They have to try to force it into a Lord of the Rings illusion. Um,
0: well, you can't blame them. the like, I, like, I loved him some Lord of the Rings.
1: He did, but it seems like he used it in a very specific way, which is just to create atmosphere. Like, the songs aren't actually about the Lord of the Rings in any way. Yeah. I think he's just trying to evoke Lord of the Rings.
0: What's your favorite fictional world that's ever been created in books or TV or movies or anything?
1: Well, most of the large fictional universes are very bad, is the trouble. It's like... Like the Star Wars universe is huge. Yeah. And it's very stupid.
0: It's unbelievably stupid. I'm just trying to think of a circumstance where I would be a, trying to be a serious rock star
1: and just and just I fucking would... <laughs> bump some Babylon 5 shit in yeah, there.
0: Yeah, just throw in some JMS, you know. I just can't imagine talk about
1: President Santiago, just throw that shit right in there.
0: Yeah, just see who bites. I, I can't imagine doing that. I I don't know why someone would do that. Like I don't It's
1: wild, for sure.
0: I feel like it hurts your credibility as a songwriter. Because it's not poetry then. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, all you're doing is just saying, like, hey, uh, remember the 80s? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're just that's like, hey, There's
1: a lot of, hey, remember the 80s. It's like,
0: that's not, there's nothing, that's not, anyway.
1: But I think to do, to do what he was doing, you'd have to pick one that was fairly obscure. Because at the time that he was writing this... Lord of the Rings was some nerd shit for nerds right. only. So
0: it would be Babylon 5. That would be the one.
1: That would be, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> it'd be like, if you did a lot of songs that drop references to the Alna shock
0: or... Yeah, the, between the candle and the star, dude.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd have to be some some deep shit. Between so the candle it and it in, the star! In kind <laughs> of illusiony ways, too, so... Yeah. I don't know. You couldn't just, uh... You couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I guess you could. You could sing about the shadows and the Vorlons all you wanted. That would work perfectly.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what my next project will be. Just um, yeah. a rock album about uh, about one Five.
1: <clears throat> What's the crazy Emperor?
0: Uh, Cartaja. Uh,
1: Cartagea. Yeah. <clears throat> There's some work to be done there. You could talk about his. Sh- sing about his shadow cabinet.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, there'd be some really good stuff. I could. I could make it just hyper serious.
1: Um, allusions
0: to uh, the the Emperor.
1: Uh, this song, beats Communication Breakdown so it's advancing. Okay. Uh, I just, uh, I don't think it has legs. This is not going to be in the final
0: thing. I never, I don't, I never learned any other words.
1: They're not interesting. Yeah. Is the trouble.
0: All right. So, it'll advance to the Elite Eight, Battle of Evermore, which is, of course, from Led Zeppelin 4. Next matchup, Since I've Been Loving You, which beat Uh, Achilles' Last Stand, all ten and a half minutes of it. Yep. Versus Ramble On, which advanced over Dazed and Confused.
1: Yes. Literally
0: called Ramble
1: On. Yes. Since I've been loving you. Yeah. Uh, Same as the last time, same as the last round, the Hammond organ sells this song for me. Ah, that was the one, okay. I think it's it's what keeps it from getting like, from being a little too slow and boring, because this is kind of a Slow and boring blues song.
0: What do you think of the guitar and drum work?
1: Uh, I did write in my notes this time that this was one of Paige's better guitar solos. Okay. Uh, I also wrote that I wondered if that's because this is over such a standard blues progression. Mm. Like, the rest of the music is very 12-bar bluesy here. Yeah. And I think that that makes it... Like, you can just play a pentatonic minor scale over it, and it... It sounds like you're playing the blues successfully.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I've always told Marjon on that <clears throat> the um, the blues third of Led Zeppelin's catalog is my least favorite, but this one I always really like for some reason.
1: Uh, this one is uh, is good. Um. Yeah. Boy, I I almost if I hadn't done so poorly at playing Shine earlier, I almost <laughs> picked up my guitar to just play some pentatonic minor. Uh, dumb riffs because it's not that it's like the first thing you learn to do right with a guitar Um, but that is also because english people invented guitar solos and they were so in love with the blues
0: they really uh and all of the american south yeah just everything about it
1: um so yeah this uh song still worked for me okay uh, Ramble On is another song where the genius.com people do mental gymnastics to yep. make the whole thing about Lord of the Rings. Well, this now, I is Gollum or Gollum. He says he says the, the Gollum one. and the evil one stole her f- from me, stole yeah. her away from me. And so there's a lot of shit on Genius.com about how well, every time Gollum tried to steal the ring it was like sneaky and at night and <laughs> therefore the he's using the woman as an illusion for the ring. <laughs> that's right. Now wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, though,
0: that's right. Because Plant. This is
1: not He's throwing he's throwing that in there for flavor, yeah. But the song is not about the ring. Yeah, it's not you, about the one ring.
0: You really should have not gone the genius. You should have just looked them up on Google or whatever. That's right.
1: I should have just Googled <laughs> up the lyrics. Uh, it <laughs> now would have made me less angry. Yeah, for you're sure. you're
0: having spillover anger from the idiots who are interpreting them.
1: Um, uh, it doesn't bother me though that there's Lord of the like using it. It's kind of at this remove from it yeah like it would have made me mad if I had been seventeen in what year was this from nineteen seventy uh, one was ramble Ramblon's on.
0: from Led Zeppelin too so yeah about seventy
1: okay <clears throat> if I'd been seventeen in nineteen seventy and my angry world war two dad was <laughs> was mad about me listening to it, I would have probably resented this Lord of the Rings shit getting in there, because it does make it very hard to defend. (laughs) But this great remove, it's just what makes this Led Zeppelin. Yeah, trust me, it's
0: cool. Trust me, it's cool. One of the other
1: hard rock acts of the late 60s and early 70s. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't offend me that it's in there. So uh, the real problem with this is that there's nothing... It's not interesting. Yeah. It doesn't make it it doesn't make it interesting just because it's weird, maybe it would if it was an allusion to something that I didn't know so much about. Hmm. do you know what I mean? If like you,
0: if you could learn a little bit
1: right or for like yeah, if there was something to learn out of this, but like I know who Gollum and the evil one both are, and um but did I know you know all that about Robert
0: Page, Robert page Robert Plant has been lusting after the one the one ring
1: the, the one, one ring yeah, he wants the one ring to, for sure for them all. Every song uh, actually, even
0: the ones that you think are just about ladies doing him wrong are actually about that ring. So Yeah,
1: and like like the angels that fight in the sky, good and bad, like the genius comment will just be like the eagles and the ring wraiths. You remember the big the birds beasts the, big, the ring wraiths right. The yeah, big
0: birds Jesus when Christ. they they attack the ring because they want they want to save um uh, the they want to save the hobbit. This
1: is definitely what he means when he talks about angels fight anyway, that's from the Battle of Evermore, but it's the same same problem with this song. Um that's not the reason that Ramble on isn't advancing. Uh, since I've Been Loving You just edges this one out by a nose, and it's mostly musically. Yeah, I think. right.
0: Ramble On is a big sweaty Irish guy. It's not the problem,
1: but... That's not the problem, but I, I mean, that's not the problem.
0: <laughs> so, Since I've Been Loving You advances to Face Battle of Evermore. It
1: will Face Battle of Evermore. Week,
0: since I've Been Loving You from Led Zeppelin 3.
1: See if it remains the Tolkien Slayer.
0: Yeah. Uh, next matchup, Immigrant Song, which beat Misty Mountain Hop, which was yet another Lord of the Rings romp, um, and What Is and What Should Never Be, uh, which, uh, advanced over Trampled Underfoot.
1: Yes. Uh, Immigrant Song. Mm. Uh, this is one where actually reading the lyrics and the inspiration made this song make a little less sense to me. Okay. It's supposed to be about uh, raiders leaving from Iceland, mm. but they're always making for the western shore. Oh, uh, so like they're they're raiding Ireland. from Iceland to Ireland? Yeah, that's not how that worked.
0: I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked that deep into it. It's possible it yeah. happened.
1: Anyway, um, it's the immigrant song. It's uh, it's short. It's weird. It's riffy. It's like there's. There's the high-pitched part and the low-pitched part, and yeah. the whole song's done in two and a half minutes.
0: Which is a rarity.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what Is and What Should Never Be uh, has some things going for it, too. It's um, It has nice dynamic variation, where it's got quiet parts and loud parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out this is a song about an affair with uh, that Robert Plant had or wanted to have. It's not clear with his wife's younger sister. Oh God! So that's what this Dangle song is about. And
0: apparently, he just told everyone.
1: Yeah, the two things—the <laughs> two things that are standing in the way of that affair in this song in which he's talking to her—are what is his right. marriage, and what should never be
0: the taboo nature of
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: oh, I didn't know that. And again, so, everyone knows that now. That. So apparently, he just walked around talking about that. Is he yeah, just I guess like, so. Every this is one of those got? Layla
1: situations, right? <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, or. Was it Layla?
0: Well, Layla was definitely a freaky situation, where yeah. what's his name was lusting after George Harrison's lady. That's right, and he's just and like God.
1: to just make a song about it.
0: He like wh- he like became a hermit because he couldn't have her, and then but then George Harrison just kind of let him have her, and then George Harrison pl- was played at their wedding.
1: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, it's one of those 60s. deals. Uh, but I think actually the reason that this song is not going to beat the immigrant song is because I just don't like the ending.
0: Uh, okay. So. Because of the scatting? Yeah, well... <laughs> because because it made sure that in the future we'd have to hear Aerosmith? Is that why?
1: I mean, it's, it is essentially <laughs> responsible for that. And since of all Aerosmith songs, the only one I like is uh, Janie Got a Gun. Mm. Uh, and there's a lot of other ones.
0: They made a lot of them. There's some, there some yeah. songs out there. So Immigrant Song advances. Uh, immigrant immigrant song,
1: song does advance.
0: Led Zeppelin <clears> 3. <throat> um... Next matchup, Good Times, Bad Times, which beat No Quarter in round one, and Rock and Roll, which advanced over Heartbreaker.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Good Times, Heartbreaker, was that the one that was two songs (coughs) stitched together by a bad guitar break? I can't remember which one that was. I think that's what that was. Maybe, yeah. It's one of the ones I pulled as a clip, I just don't remember why. Uh, Good Times, Bad Times. The lyrics to this song are extremely boring. Yeah and the guitar solo is only about 10% interesting. But uh there's some wild ass drumming in this song. Yeah. So I'm going to play I'm going to play the first 30 seconds or so of this song, which is definitely the best and most interesting part of the song.
0: I think this is Bonzo at his least addicted.
1: Yes, probably. <laughs> Dude drank himself to death. Yeah. But like not the way most people do. He did it in one day.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So this kick drum thing that that kind of shit just gets me, uh, which is extremely good. Apparently, it's something he heard from a band that I don't think anyone has ever really heard of called, um, oh, no, Magic Fudge. Something (laughs) very much like that. Okay.
0: Not Vanilla Fudge. I keep wanting to say Vanilla Fudge. (laughs) It's not
1: not Vanilla Fudge. They're
0: different and bad, and no one ever adopted anything good from them.
1: Um. But uh, but apparently he didn't know that the drummer in that band was using a double bass drum and a yep. double kick pedal. No, he and just... he just figured out how to do it on one bass drum <laughs> with one kick pedal. <laughs> so it's very virtuosic. Yeah. Also, the opening line in the song, like, in the days of my youth, I was told what it takes to be a man or something, is yeah. the most interesting lyric in the song. And he immediately invalidates the premise by just saying, I'm trying to do it. Yeah, now I've like, reached to that age, I learning. try to do those
0: things the best I can, you know?
1: It's not about learning. The song is not about learning that that advice was wrong or or growing or figuring out what it means on your own. Uh, And in fact, the rest of the song is just his girl left him and he doesn't care.
0: Left him for a brown eyed man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, and he's fine with it. Whatever. Yeah. (laughs) He's gonna sing about it a lot more, but he's you
0: know it's fine with it. Whatever. <laughs> he knows what it means to be alone. That's all it. That so it's like
1: the most interesting thing is like, oh wait, here's an opportunity for a song to be about something. It's not. It's not though. It's yeah. not about that. It's his woman did him wrong. It's about his woman did him wrong.
0: In your in your reading, I don't know if uh, when you were reading about this, did you also read that uh, Bonzo did that because he purposely did not want people to be able to copy it?
1: No, I had not read that.
0: I had read that the reason he had adopted stuff like that that he does in a lot of songs was because he really wanted to make it a fucking pain in the ass for somebody to cover their work later I mean, on. It's
1: an, in- it's an interesting idea. I think the problem with that is that if your technique to avoid being copied is just to do things that are technically difficult, it's you're just like, it's just going to be, there's going to be a whole generation of Japanese kids in That's their bedrooms right. doing it. Well, especially
0: because you also uh, came up with a much harder way to do it than you need to. Yeah. Someone else might That's just go with too. the double, the double because bass <laughs> drum.
1: all you have to do is make it so hard that a dad in his garage who only plays the drums twice a year can't do it. That's like, right. Like, anyone who is doing nothing but playing the drums could pick that up. Yeah. Um, that said, the drumming in this song is extremely good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite.
1: <clears throat> and it's, uh, again, like... I think when I played this the first when I, when when I, this came up the first round I was like oh this is that James Gang style hard rock that I like
0: yeah that was with our dad at, at drums yeah yeah
1: uh like let the let the drummer go for it a little bit I like the James now, Gang drummer hits everything I did by the way everything. I did read when I was reading about his death this upset me uh, do all all of these all of the musicians in this band have a signature solo piece or something that uh, they would play in concert yeah. And his drum solo is called Moby, his signature drum solo is called Moby Dick. Yeah. And it lasts 30 minutes.
0: (laughs) Now, there's a reason the movie Spinal Tap was made.
1: That's infuriating to me. And it's
0: because of things like this that there is a Spinal Tap.
1: (laughs) Now, having said that, it's up against rock and roll this week. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was fun that two songs that have nothing to say are up against each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, rock and roll is, uh, solidly executed. I think most people who were trying to do a song like this would have done a worse job of it, frankly. Right. Because there's nothing to this song. The song is, I miss rock and roll.
0: Yeah. It's got some cheesy high-end piano.
1: And it's like, um, which Seeger did old-time rock and roll? Bob. Bob Seeger? Yeah. That song sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It sucks, and it's also it's not rock and roll.
0: It really isn't. I don't know why you wouldn't make an old time rock and roll song ab- that sounded like, like, like old time rock and roll. That would that be the Whereas way to do uh,
1: it. this song clearly has all of the rock and roll roots because it's uh, basically like a fucked up, demented Chuck Berry song. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, there's there's not a lot to this song. It's solidly executed. Uh, the drumming is all symbols.
0: Yeah, a lot of symbols, and
1: I don't like symbols, and that hurts it here. So, of the two songs, uh, really, the difference in these two is the drumming for me. Okay. the drumming in "Good Times Bad Times" is very interesting, and the drumming in "Rock and Roll" is very uninteresting to me.
0: There you go. There you have. So, it.
1: "Good Times Bad Times" uh, advances.
0: It'll play. It'll go up against immigrant play like it's an actual sport or something. It'll go up against immigrant song in the Elite Eight. Yeah, uh, it's uh, "Good Times Bad Times," of course, from uh, Led Zeppelin. Uno.
1: Uh, place your bets. I, I never have anything to say about the Immigrant Song.
0: Just that it's short and
1: sweet. It's just like, yeah.
0: yeah. There
1: you go. It sure is the Immigrant Song. Next matchup. It's just the Immigrant Song.
0: Cashmere, which beat Gallows Pole, which I think you particularly didn't have anything good to say about.
1: Uh, Gallows Pole, I could not understand what he was fucking saying. <laughs> and
0: then uh, Over the Hills and Far Away, which uh, advanced over Black I th- Dog.
1: I thought there might have been... I thought there might have been a part in um in Gallo's poll where he tries to trade sexual favors from his sister for his life. Yeah, he was does Was that was that in there? Okay. Yeah, but
0: it was medieval times, so like
1: no, I get you, know. <laughs> it, for sure. Your sister was your property in right. those days, and you could do with her what you wanted.
0: He's not making any moral uh, judgments on that because of the, t- the time frame. The time but frame.
1: I was only getting like every second word in there, so I didn't, I'm didn't. i not even <laughs> sure how it worked out. Did she fuck that hangman?
0: I think she did, and it didn't get him anywhere.
1: Didn't get him off. Yeah, uh, it was it was, was a, she not good at
0: it? it was just a sneaky hangman, like you had back then sometimes. Did
1: she have like, uh, kind of a gunt, and he wasn't into it? She or? had a tail. Yeah. Probably. Uh, Kashmir. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, obviously there's, uh, some Orientalism in this
0: song. Oh, is that why it's called that? It's not about sweaters or whatever.
1: It is not about sweaters. Although, um, why is it called that? I also, don't know. I don't know uh, first of all, it is called Kashmir. None of them had ever been to Kashmir. Right. And it was inspired by, uh, a trip that Robert uh, Plant took in Morocco. Oh,
0: well, that's um, almost the same which, place.
1: as you may know... <laughs> Different continent. Is like it's just a few thousand miles away in a wildly different like environment and climate. It's so, like you.
0: It's like you took a Spanish holiday and you just you whoopsied a little bit.
1: You you did whoopsie it real bad yeah. yeah. Um, the some of the lyrics are suggestive of elves. So oh, the people who are always looking for Lord of the Rings stuff, like he does, meet with the elders of a gentle race, and they do, and oh. he can't. Why can't
0: those just be like some posh dunes or something? No, I get it. But
1: like, he can't understand their language, but he gets pictures in their head, in his head of the stories that they're telling. Mm. And that is reminiscent of something that happens in the Silmarillion. Oh, boy. So it's like, maybe. But uh, frankly, the other Lord of the Rings illusions are so on the nose.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't be playing it. That like,
1: he didn't talk about Glorfindel or (laughs) Fianor or the Silmarils. Right. Or The Two Trees, or Ungoliant, or any of that shit. So, like, I think probably he was just trying to be weird and orientalist.
0: Do those two trees have names? Or is it like Steve and Bob?
1: Of course they do. The silver one has a different name from the gold one, and right. I just don't remember them, because I've only read The Silmaril three times. Oh, boy. So, like, how much can you remember?
0: You've been wasting your time, dude. you got to read romance again.
1: I said, well, yes, but I took the stupidest path where I decided <laughs> I'm transcribing it, so I'm still on page 7 of the introduction. Because <laughs> I never want to do that. I
0: don't know why you did that.
1: Here's what's remarkable about Cashmere. Hmm. I, I do not understand why it doesn't get boring, but after two full listens to this eight-minute song, song yeah. not boring. Like, it's got a lot of high strings. it's very well executed. Uh, some of those strings are a keyboard. But if so, it's one of the best keyboard presentations of strings, especially when yeah. you consider what a Mellotron was capable of doing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, it goes up against Over the Hills and Far Away. Another song that reminded me of Jane's Addiction.
0: That one really does. So,
1: so shame on Jane's Addiction. Because <laughs> they, they they really were biting.
0: If there had been a steel drum in there,
1: yes. that would have been it. Yes, <laughs> that's really what was missing. Uh, there are a couple of interesting sections of guitar work. In Over the Hills and Far Away. But um, ultimately, this one, like, Cashmere is a big song.
0: Yeah, oh, definitely this, going for something.
1: And this one, and they didn't trip on their, they didn't trip on themselves and break their dicks. So, like, okay. they did a good job with Cashmere. This song just can't stand up to it. Cashmere going to advance. Right. I don't really have anything bad to say about Over the Hills and Far Away. It's just not
0: not I, a fair fight. Yeah, I remember that you were uh, complimentary of Cashmere last yeah. week. So Cashmere advances uh, to the Elite Eight. That is from the album Physical Graffiti. Next matchup, last matchup of this week. Uh, Bronier Br- 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 Stomp. Bronier Stomp. Br- Stomp. Yep. <laughs> which had beaten Ten Years Gone. And Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, which is not on the nose at all, um, <laughs> which advanced instead of going to California.
1: Yes. Um... Brian, Brian, the Stomper Stomper, yeah, Stomper, Stomper's stomper, Thump st- stomper stomper Is uh, a song about A man and his dog walking in the woods I knew and that because ain't no promise, companion
0: like a blue eyed merle
1: A promise to never Do an old yeller on him
0: That's nice Isn't yeah. that nice
1: That is nice Um, uh, Babe I'm Gonna Leave You Is a cover uh. Of a song made popular by Joan Baez and it's about leaving and rambling and so on right although i guess in the context of led zeppelin you imagine that the leaving and rambling is that he's got to go back on tour and fuck a lot of ladies uh,
0: maybe your sister better watch out
1: and maybe your sister who knows and then but you know like sooner or later you know eventually he'll calm down and then maybe he will come back to you it's kind of the subtext and babe i'm gonna leave you and you had uh, better wait around yeah well by the way (laughs) keep waiting (laughs) you have to wait I do have a question about Babe, I'm going to leave you, which is I talk about, uh, I talked a lot last week and once already this week about boring the Who style rock. Mm. I want to play this part of Babe, I'm going to leave you where it um, picks up the tempo a little bit, and I'm going to ask you why I don't get that feeling about this part.
0: Maybe it's because of this alien intro. I mean, you're being maybe. UFO'd into space. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little. I mean, it sounds like the
1: Yardbirds. Yeah, so there's I was that. gonna
0: say maybe a little, maybe a little slower and heavier, and a little bit um, instead of being like uh, fast and douchey
1: fast and Yeah, bougie. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but uh for some reason that part of the song doesn't upset me. Okay. In the way that the uh who like parts of the other songs do. And I guess that's going to put it over the oh. uh over the edge. It does beat the the Stompers thump. <laughs> yeah. To advance.
0: Wow, all right. Okay. So, uh that means it'll it'll go up against Cashmere next week. That's Babe I'm going to leave you from Led Zeppelin. Uno.
1: Another thing is, every single time I have typed this name, I have overcorrected it to "Babe." I'm going. I'm going
0: to leave you. yeah <laughs> no, that's not what he's gonna do.
1: He's and then I have gonna. to. Like, I remember that it's gonna.
0: So I don't think any anything's gonna face something from its same album next week. Next round. No,
1: I don't believe uh, we have. Uh, Let's uh, see. Not
0: there.
1: No. We have a couple there. from uh, from Led Zeppelin one couple from Led Zeppelin 3. Yep.
0: Not next week. Next week, yeah. they're still all from different albums. Uh, so that'll be the Elite Eight. Again, quick recap. Your time is going to come. Dancing Days. Battle of Evermore. Since I've Been Loving You. Immigrant Song. Good Times. Bad Times. Cashmere and Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. And now I drop
1: a wild card into the mix. A wild card for the Elite... Make the Elite Eight the Elite... The Elite Ten? The Elite, elite what Nine. What are we gonna do?
0: Because I'm gonna give you a chance to drop one if you want. You don't have to. Or a okay. woman... Um, and replace it with Hey Hey, What Can I Do, which was a song Marjon and I were both surprised after we reviewed the bracket that was not on there because we knew it was from early on in their, in their catalog. And it's because it was a B-side of another single early on and then eventually made it onto their last album, Coda. So it's in the right time frame to be in this tournament and is a famous song of theirs. So probably should be in, but it didn't make it in because it wasn't technically an album cut. So you can listen to that, and if you want, you can replace a song with it.
1: So the rules are, I can listen to Hey Hey, What Can I Do? Yeah. And if I wanted to, I can drop it in for the Battle of Evermore or... Whichever
0: one you feel like is the weakest or whatever. Or
1: Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You, probably be one of those two, based on just looking at the It's like
0: uh, when somebody's music plays in the middle of a wrestling match, and they come in with a steel pipe or something. So
1: it's a run-in. Yeah. All right. All right, so that's interesting. One thing I'm going to have to keep an eye on is not... (sighs) There will be novelty, because this will be the third time I listen to any of these other songs, Mm -hmm. and this one will be fresh for me, because I don't know that song as far as I know.
0: Well, there you go. That's I'm just I'm so. I'm playing with the formula.
1: We'll have to see how it goes.
0: I learned from Vince McMahon that you don't
1: wait to see what the results are. Just don't play with it right away. Play with
0: it right away because you got to <laughs> above all you got to keep them guessing. You got to keep them guessing.
1: All right, so that has been added as a special bonus. Uh, what color do I want to make that? Mm. Mm. Mm, uh, poor puerples. Uh, Puer, well, puerples. All right, yeah, purples. All right.
0: The color purple.
1: Uh, You'll see that if you go to the Elite Eight uh, column of the Led Zeppelin spreadsheet. Yeah. We have another spreadsheet we need to talk about at this point in the show, because next week is not a Led Zeppelin week.
0: No, that they are split into distinct weeks. There is now Led Zeppelin mailbag week and the Star Trek week.
1: That's right. And this dumb Led Zeppelin week, we're closing it on two fucking hours, so... Mm -hmm. That was wise. Here we go. Uh, Next week is a Star Trek week. We are watching The Apple. Okay. The Measure of a Man. Yes! (laughs) Paradise. uh, Life Signs. Don't know it. And Singularity. Don't know it. That's what you should watch if you want to play along. Uh, As always, you can check out both Landrew and the Led Zeppelin spreadsheet by going to BrotherDate.com.
0: Send us some mail for our mailbag
1: send us mail for the mailbag we're doing in two weeks uh hit us up on twitter at brother date
0: and uh let's all say a prayer for the cause
1: that's right he's, he's going he's away facing facing hard time now going away to the facing clink hard time
0: all right everybody
1: all uh, oh, right okay oh, i didn't all right what i can't not talk about this oh, uh during after he was found guilty The uh one of the prosecuting attorneys uh wanted him to be declared a flight risk because he said he owns a private jet to which the uh private plane to which uh the cause yelled, I don't own a private plane, you asshole. (laughs) Uh so he's already starting to crack. Yep.
0: That cool exterior. That cool rapey uh, exterior is starting to crack.
1: And uh farewell to uh Vern Troyer. I don't remember if we talked about that last nope, week. But we didn't. R.I.P. He a little gone more. gone to be among the angels.
0: Uh Battle of Evermore Angels or just a regular type?
1: Uh no, I'm not talking so much about the Eagles okay. and the Ring the fell beasts that the Ring ride, I should say I don't mean the Ring Yeah,
0: they don't fly themselves dummies.
1: Also, uh, they have a they have arrested a suspect in the East Area Rapist original Night Stalker case. Oh, um, I had nightmares about this guy when I was a little kid because I didn't know what a rapist was. Oh boy! And I didn't realize that I wasn't in his demo. Yeah, but I did think he was going to come through the fucking I window. Right. I must have been so little when this was going Man, on. Man, I don't. Uh, I, I
0: that was before my time. I don't have any. He was a
1: crooked cop and all that. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, thank you very much. Bye-bye! All of my organs of delivery have been affected.
0: Your delivery organs, obviously.
1: Yeah, that's the best and most concrete way to say what I meant, which is <laughs> my throat sounds weird. Please <laughs> <laughs>